Hi, welcome to Unmasking Your Power with myself, Sarah Poisson, owner and director of the Rainbow Clinic Paediatric Occupational Therapy. Unmasking Your Power is where I get to sit down with amazing business owners and entrepreneurs and pick their brains about all things business and life. We delve into their secrets, passions, values, morning routines and what makes them successful and ultimately happy. Thank you for your time and commitment to the quest and welcome to your first cab off the rank. Well, thank you, Sarah. It's great to be here and I'm honoured to be the first one to have a go. Okay, great. So Simon Ashley is the CEO and owner of Attune Health Centres, a multi-award winning integrated health service right here in Lake Macquarie, Cardiff. They're doing such amazing things in the community and have been dominating the health industry with their holistic approach to healthcare. They are the winners of the 2021 Australian Small Business Award and also the best medical service in Australia. So this is super exciting and we're going to pick Simon's brain. So sit back, relax, whether you're driving or having a coffee at home. Thank you for listening. Thanks for tuning in. So unmask your power. Let's get started. So what does success look like for you, Simon? Well, look, that's a really good question. And look, I would say for me, if I was to say what success looks like across my life, um, is really to have a happy family. Uh, and, um, you know, I've got four kids and a wife. Um, and then, you know, whatever those, my kids do in, in terms of life, just seeing them flourish and grow, for me, that's success. If the kids are happy, if my wife is happy, if life is, is good, I think there's a great success just there. Uh, but when it comes to business, um, look, there's multiple things that I could probably talk about. Um, but really, if I was to say, if I looked back over my life and say, what would I think is successful? If I was to see transformation of healthcare in our nation through what it is that we're doing out of tune, I would say that we've, we have achieved the goal that we've set out to, which is really change the way things are done um, in our community. Yeah, excellent. Um, what does a typical uh, day look like for you? Well, it starts with wrangling the kids. Um, well, look, there is, you know, there's maybe potentially a bit of um, exercise and then wrangling the kids, getting them to school. Um, and then I will often have, you know, half an hour to 45 minutes where I just have some time for myself just to think before the day starts. And then it's very varied. Um, I have a very structured routine in terms of what I do each day. So each day is different um, and it's sort of mapped out a little bit in terms of, you know, if I'm doing HR one day or if I'm doing advertising or if I'm looking at finances or if I'm just connecting with my team. Um, it is a little bit scheduled. Um, and then, of course, there's lots of different things that pop up. Um, but probably for me, one of the biggest roles that I have is I'm just looking out for new opportunities. And so I would say part of my role is just to be out there in the community, seeing things and looking to find out what is out there that we can connect with Attune. So it's a very varied day, um, but it's fun. It's great to have differences in, your, in, your, in what you do. Yeah, excellent. Um, I think you covered this a little bit, but I always like to ask what a morning routine looks like for a successful business owner, because I find morning routines when you've got young kids is really tricky. So what does your morning routine look like the same every day in terms of what you eat and what you drink? What's, what are you ingesting in your body before you start the day? Yep. Um, and you know what are those strict morning routines that you do that's like? So I have exercise three to four times a morning um, because that's the best time with kids um, when you've got four of them um, because they've got all their stuff in the afternoons. Mm -hmm. So I'll vary, you know, one morning I'll be asleep in, the other morning I'll be up doing some exercise. 
Then yes, I've also got a different, um, different days, depends on what I eat as well. So one day I'll have a really um, high um, prote like protein and nutritional smoothie, um, which is my morning breakfast. The other days I might have some eggs or I might have something, but it's quite similar in terms of what I have in terms of what I'm eating. Um, mm -hmm. I'll try to drink at least half a litre to a litre of water every morning because that's the best time to drink water. Chronic dehydration is one of the biggest problems in our community mm -hmm. when it comes to mental health and just physical health. So I try to drink as much water as possible because then I can run to the toilet in the morning and it's not going to affect my sleep at night and anything like that. So that's sort of a bit of a morning routine, if you like. Yeah, awesome. And what would you say your values are, like Simon's values, not necessarily um, Attune Health? What are the values that you live by? Uh, look, that's a great question. So one of, um, there's, there's many, mm -hmm. um, but when it comes to who I am, um, I'm just an average Joe. Um, and I really um, think that's really important because yes, I might have a successful business and it's going very well, but I'm just a person. Um, and for me, it's really important that every single person I meet is, is virtually like I'm meeting the queen. That's the way I look at it. And, and I'm not any more important than anybody else. Um, and for me, that has something that's flown through our business. The other thing that's really important to me is um, I'm there to serve. So I'm here to serve our community and my team um, and the clients. And wherever I can serve, um, that's where I'm going to be best utilised. Now, I could have a different view on the way that things run, but if I come in with the view of I'm here to serve the community, then it changes the way my posture is, the way that I act, the way that I go about things. Um, and that really... Um, I think that changes the team dynamic as well. So as a leader, um, there's a couple of the philosophies. The other one that um, I'm really big on is catching people out doing it right, not doing it wrong. Um, and I think whether it be parenting, whether it be in business, we tend to sort of lean towards the other way. You always pick out the things that are wrong about something rather than the things that are right. Yes. yes. But if you can pick out the right things, mm -hmm. what that's going to do is build in your family a mm -hmm. better culture in the kids. Mm -hmm. And what happens is when you pick out the things that you want them to be or in your team, suddenly that's the culture that becomes because you're celebrating those things. And so I'm very much about uh, building a culture and building an atmosphere that people want to be a part of. Um, there's no hierarchy um, mm -hmm. necessarily and that it's a very great environment for us to encourage one another and grow. So I suppose there's some of the values that I live by. The other one is you can't steer a parked car. Um, and so many people get stuck on wanting, the, they need everything to all fall into place to move forward mm. or they just need mm. this big whiz-bang vision or what have you. Well, you know what? You need to just get going and it's so much easier to steer yourself as you start moving because... Mm. invariably things will pop up and you'll have mm -hmm. to shift or you have to change and so mm -hmm. I found that as a really good value that I've always lived by is you know what I don't know what the future looks like I don't know what this next step potentially could be I could do all the research and analytics in the world and I do but that doesn't stop me from actually moving forward still because that's that process of moving but momentum allows us to be able to steer correctly into the direction you want to go in so there's a couple at least anyway for you. Yeah, beautiful. Uh, I love that. Um, servant leadership. I know we've spoken a fair bit of that, about that. Um, Simon's been our business mentor for, for many years, so I should have said that at the start as well. <laughs> uh, but, you know, the, the big one you, you swear by is uh, you're serving others and catching people out doing the right thing. So, yeah, they're two really, really important 
uh, aspects of, of business, but also in parenting, you know. I think kids love that idea when you give praise for them doing the right thing. Absolutely. Um, rather than, you know, this negative attention, it's positive attention, like, oh, I'm so grateful that you helped mummy fold the washing today. That's amazing. <laughs> so, yeah, and it, it just makes so much sense when you have that positive mindset and the more positivity you can spread uh, in the in the workplaces it increases productivity it increases loyalty um, so yeah uh, that's great and so what makes you laugh and what makes you cry <laughs> yeah well that's a very good question um, so for me um, what makes me cry um, I, my kids will attest to this when I see a movie where someone comes from the from the doldrums and to be successful, I will cry. You know, Britain's Got Talent, you know, Susan Boyle, I watch that <laughs> over and over again or things like that because I just love seeing the underdog succeed and get there. And, you know, um, someone like a Susan Boyle had a beautiful voice but had yeah. obvious obstacles in her life to yeah. hinder her from getting to a place. To see that moment where she actually succeeds and people see for who she really is mm. um, looking past all those other things mm -hmm. for me I love that um, and I've always been that that underdog type person so mm. I'll often cry um, you know <laughs> even when there's an add-on that really moves me I'm yeah. quite I'm, I'm funny like that my kids just think it's hilarious um, but but that what makes me cry what yeah. makes me laugh is my kids yeah um, they come out with the funniest things um, and look I also love to laugh at myself and that's something that I think is really important in the workplace. We can get so serious. And yeah. to be honest, um, we get so serious in life that somewhere along the line we miss out on play. Um, and I know that I used to love recess. I used to love lunch times at school and all those mm -hmm. things. And mm -hmm. I don't know where we got so serious that we lose the ability to actually have fun mm -hmm. and actually laugh at ourselves. Yeah. And so I'll often laugh at myself and the silly things that I do because I do some absolute stupid things. <laughs> and you know what? That makes other people laugh and feel free to do yeah. the same. Um, yeah. And... And for me, if I can't laugh at myself, then I can't laugh at anyone else. So yeah, great. So, so yeah, <laughs> I love that. Um, you know, dropping, dro <laughs> crying at the drop of a hat to Notebook or <laughs> Braveheart, like the same with me. These yep. films that are so emotive, <laughs> like yeah, I can cry quite easily. Um, but it's good for for us to show that raw emotion. Um, it's just the humanness that people want to see in a workplace as Agreed. well, and in leadership too. They want to see that you're vulnerable and that you're open to um you know when things are really tough that's okay for them to see that because that's a learning for them um so yeah it, i guess it leads on to the next question about what makes you continue to strive and thrive in your business and look um for me um that is a really big question and i could answer i could take hours to answer that but um passion and purpose really drives me i've got a passion and a purpose and a real calling about what i am doing mm -hmm. Um, and beyond everything else, you know, all the business degrees in the world and like having that is so gold. And for me, I nearly died when I was 19. Um, and that experience, I was a top tennis player. I was sponsored by McDonald's, was one of the sponsors. And I used to add Mac Maccas four or five times a week. And I, we didn't realise how potentially harmful that could be. Um, but I mean, it was free food and we're travelling around the place. So <laughs> why not do that? Um, but I was super fit, but quite ill. And then I got to the point where I got really, really ill. I had a major operation or a couple of operations. I went down to about 40 kilos. Mm. Um, and what happened in that moment was that I was in first year osteopath. That's what my background is. Mm -hmm. And um, I was so excited about being in the health profession as well as also being a tennis player. But then all of a sudden, my eyes got open to some of the disjointedness and the fragmentation and the problems in the health system. Mm. And 
I saw I, I had I had these circumstances that actually are the business values that we now hold. Where I saw these problems, for example, I had two doctors arguing about one had done a procedure that didn't, the other one didn't realise they'd done it, and he'd done it twice, and they had this massive argument right whoa, next to my room, whoa, whoa. and I could hear everything, and I'm wow. thinking, wow, mm. they couldn't just work together, um, and mm. so out of that came my desire to actually really help, because you know you can use, these situations can do two things: they can actually really trip you up and hinder you for the rest of the life, or you can use them as an opportunity to grow and learn from and actually do something about it. And so for me, um, I'm super um, pumped and excited and still am about being able to help healthcare and have play my part in contributing to the potentially the way that it can look in the future. Um, and so um, I have my goals and my vision on the shower every morning so I can look and I know why I'm on this earth is to, to fulfil that and to see that happen, and that's really what Attune's all about, is the outworking of that vision, not only for me, but for our team who share that same vision yes. and goals. Yeah, perfect. And I've heard that before. You've told us that your vision is in your shower. <laughs> in the, you know, I'm like, I've laminated a piece laminated. of paper. <laughs> it it's not, a, it doesn't get all wet, but it's all laminated and it just sits there, and I just, I love that. And it's yeah. a reminder um, yeah. of my year goals and my, yeah. um, my life goals, and it just keeps my, my laser focused. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I don't lose track of where I'm headed. Yeah, yeah, beautiful. Uh, and legacy is leaving something in people, and I think, you know, that's what you're doing. You're creating a, a massive legacy for your children and, you know, the, the amazing people that walk through the doors at Attune. Um, and so if legacy is leaving something in people, what is it that you leave in your people? Um, I, I look, I, to be honest, I think um, I just leave a passion. Mm. Um, and, um, and, and what I've found and what really gets me excited is when I meet with somebody who's looking at maybe joining our team or has heard about a tune and they just light up about what it is that we're doing. Um, for me, that is probably one of the most exciting parts of my day because you can see that they, they see the vision, they get it, and they're excited. And I've had multiple people mm-hmm. crying over the table or in a, in a meeting because they so want to see something like a tune um, and they've never thought it was possible. And just, just to see that... Um, so for me, um, that is really, really important and a, si- a significant part of, oh, I suppose, the journey that I see for us. Yeah, awesome. Uh, and what is something we don't know about you that might surprise our listeners today? <laughs> uh, look, to be honest, uh, I, that's a very good question. Um, I'm just an ordinary person, to be honest. Like, I'm nothing special. Uh, there's nothing fancy at all about me. Um, a lot of people talk about Simple Simon and that's pretty much that's true. I'm just I'm just simple. Um, there's no secrets. I'm just a, a bloke with a, a beautiful family and, and a wonderful wife, and I just enjoy life. And that's for me is, is the most important. I don't think there's anything too secretive underneath there that yeah no. people need to know. An open book, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, what is your best kept secret about your business that we would want to know? Best <laughs> and kept can you tell us? Yes. Um, well, it started out of the front room of my house about 14 years ago. Wow. And, um, and we've often had people come in thinking that we're a multinational organisation. And I love that because we're just homegrown, we're just who we are, and we're just trying to do the very best that we can. And so um, probably the best kept secret, if you like, is it's not me because I am the front person of the business, the way it is, but it's actually the team that are making it happen. I'm my operations manager, Maria, um, a lot of my department heads who look after particular sections and their passion and desire to see what it is fulfilled and the vision that we have. Like, 
Um, they are often behind the scenes, often just working day by day, but the value that they bring and what the, who they are to our organisation is just, um, you know, it's invaluable really. Um, and really they're the ones that are the best kept secrets, if you like, yeah. um, for yeah. who we are. Perfect, yes. And, and having met your team on a number of occasions, I can completely second that. They're, it's uh, your belief in them. It just helps them to grow and, and that level of respect is shown between leadership and heads of department and all employees. The, the, the respect across the organisations, you know, it's very clearly evident. Um, and so, yeah, that's amazing. Um, so what is your inspiration? What inspires you? What inspires me? Well... Um, I think I think the vision that I had when I was in hospital um, inspires me, um, particularly in the workforce, because I saw such a need and I saw so many holes, and it just it just is so needed. And for me, that just continues to inspire me, no matter what obstacle I've faced, and we've faced some enormous obstacles. Mm. Uh, that continues to inspire me to keep on going, to keep on stepping forward and doing the next thing, and and moving forward as an organisation because I know the impact that that will have. But also, as I mentioned before, just the light in the eyes of the people who work in our organisation, just to see them so excited and passionate and running with what it is that we all see, mm-hmm. that just inspires me every day. I mean, I walk in and I just shake my head at just the incredible people that I'm working with and the passion that they run with. And then the final thing I would have to say is just hearing the stories of people whose lives have been transformed. Like, mm-hmm. it is just amazing to hear you know someone came down from Port Macquarie the other day and have seen a couple of people and it just for years and years they've been struggling and now they've found and they're just so much better and that individual story you can't underestimate the power of the one life that's been transformed and changed yes. and so for me yeah. there's all those elements there's the bigger vision of mm-hmm. seeing that being fulfilled that inspires mm-hmm. me um, yeah. the team that we have to be doing what they're doing that inspires me to keep on going to do better to build more to make the system better for them so they can actually flourish but then on top of all that to make what we're doing so powerful if you like and so um, inclusive that it just changes people's lives individually who are really struggling who are really trying to find a pathway through health but are finding it really difficult and if we can bring that all together for them yeah wow what what an amazing thing that is and how inspiring it is to then mm-hmm. hear those stories and go yes. you know what we need to we need to keep going to do this better yeah so yeah, yeah. And that transformation in, in health, because, you know, there is so, you know, we're all suffering, there's so much sickness, yeah. you know, it's physical, or mental illness, physical illness, there's just a lot of pain and suffering, and uh, I think, you know, that's exactly the story about the passion of why we do what we do, and in healthcare, it's, it's always that you've got a love for people, you've got a passion for people, you just know that you want to help others. Uh, and I think that comes through in, in our OT team as well. That That's just the driving factor, our purpose and our why is because we want to help others. Absolutely. And we have this passion for other people. And wanting to see them excel, wanting them to see them kick their goals, wanting them to achieve, and knowing that you've given the, the tools or the strategies in order to, to get that progress. And, and uh, yeah, it's extremely rewarding. Mm. Um, yeah, so who has had the most influence in your life, would you say? Um, look, uh, there's several people. Uh, mm-hmm. William Wilberforce is one of my heroes. Mm-hmm. Um, Will, William Wilberforce. Mm-hmm. So he's the guy that abolished the slave trade over in England. Right. So what? there's the, okay. the movie about him and his life. Um, and, I mean, 40 years it took him. Uh, he battled and he battled. He was in politics. Right. Um, and it was just a hard slog. I just love that type of story where 
You know, he continued on. He saw that this was wrong and wanted to see a change. And so I've read his autobiographies and I've read so many books about him and other people similar to him mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. because I just I love the people that make a difference and change the world. Um, and so those are the type of people I love. Um, look, my, my parents, my dad mm-hmm. um, and my mum, they are such inspirations to me. Um, they have been such a great encouragement. Um, and now um, my wife, um, she is such an amazing woman um, who shaped me and just continues to spur me on and you know I have to take my hat off it's been a massive 13 years of building a business and she sacrificed so much to allow us to get to where we are Mm -hmm. Um, no one knows the um, the pain that we've gone through Mm -hmm. but her Um, Mm -hmm. but she has been willing to do so um, to allow us to see the vision that we see and the final one is I I have a faith and I believe that God has really inspired me also to to be the person that I am and so you put all that together um, and um, there's many people and many places and you need to have those people who inspire you. You need to be able to connect to certain people, mm-hmm. whether it be from a book or whether it be someone close. You need to have that multiple um, because life gets tough and you need to always draw back to those bedrocks. Um, and for me, they're really important. Yeah, wow. That's, um, yeah, that's really beautiful. I, I definitely know um, your wife and, and Mel and what she's, she does with just being a mother of four children alone is just incredible you know hat off to any parents because parenting is tough there's no rule book um but yeah it it's uh behind the behind the doors all the work that goes on um and so that's really that's really lovely um so who is your ultimate hero or heroine william wilberforce oh there we go you answered yes, it already, I've already <laughs> answered that he he by far is someone that i look to because he's yeah. someone who pushed through he had perseverance um, despite all the obstacles, um, and he saw incredible change that has transformed our world. And I guess well, that's what I love about his story is that it had a rippling effect, not just in England, not just where he was, but has changed the way we look at slavery across the world. Mm. And he was the catalyst, really, yeah. to seeing that happen in America, seeing that happen all around the place. And so um, yeah. so he is definitely a hero of mine. Yeah, wow. Okay, and what do you think your purpose or mission is? I think we've touched on this, yep. but... You know, every day, your purpose and your mission. Um, so I would say is to be um, a person who is there for others, mm-hmm. to help others to find healing and wholeness in their life. Mm-hmm. And so that includes my family. So I'm there to serve my family and my, mm-hmm. my, my wife and whatever I can do to spur them on and to encourage them and to help them in life. Um, for me, is um, incredible purpose and such a privilege to be a part of. But then in our business is to do the same, is to, mm-hmm. to spur on our team mm-hmm. um, and to, um, yeah, and really just help them achieve the goals of helping others. And then finally, just to, you know, the bigger we can build a tune and the more places that we can have, the more opportunity it gives us to be able to help more people and to be able to bring that care. And for me, it's that individual person, that one person that's really struggling that needs something like this, mm-hmm. That, um, for me, is that inspiration that just keeps me going and, and, and on purpose. Yes, wonderful. The driving force. Yes. Uh, and, yeah, we always have to come back to our why. I think that's, you know, the, the most happiness you get in life is when you're living your purpose and when you know what your mission is. And like you said, it's a calling for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you can really see that in all that you do, uh, which is inspiring. So happiness at work is the new productivity. Um, how do you make your staff happy on a daily basis? That is a great question. Well, part of that is the fact that they're not just at work to earn money. Um, you know, often we just think, as, you know, we've got to earn nine to five, earn our money, and then we can actually live outside. 
That's often the mindset that's out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you've got a vision and a purpose, it's far beyond any one profession or any one person. And everyone knows and recognises that what we're doing is actually going to have a, an impact, not just, beyond, not just for here and now, but for the future. Mm-hmm. What that does is it builds a, uh, an excitement, it builds momentum, and it builds a, uh, an eyes looking up rather than eyes looking down yeah. and looking at the yeah. problems. Um, yeah. And then once you've got sort of that vision, then just creating and having fun, you know, laughing at one another. We, we will often laugh at one another and we, you know, we spur one another on. We often have, you know, weeks and days where we just encourage one another and say, you know, and because we all need to be encouraged at work. We all need to feel like we belong and are part of something. Um, and for us, it's very important um, that you create that culture where people want to be a part of, not only to change things, but they actually love coming to work and they love coming to the family that a tune is. Yeah. Um, and that's what we talk about. It's not, a, it's not a workplace, it's a family of people. And so a family, they have the ups and downs, but they're always there for one another and they, they laugh and they cry together and they do all the things of life together. Um, and if you can culture that into a business, mm. uh, that's a very unique business. Um, and, and for me, that's how you create a place of fun. Um, it's got purpose, it's got enjoyment, no one takes themselves too seriously. And particularly in the medical world, it's so yes. death and dying and yeah. pain and all those. It's full on. Yes. You need to have an environment that allows for that more fun. Yes. Yeah. Wonderful. Uh, and do you have, uh, I mean, I know you have little awards and whether you want to share a little bit on uh, sort of catching people out doing the right thing. I know you have awards through the year and uh, talk to me a little bit about where did you get the idea to give um, emerging leader award and things like that look so um, when it comes to catching people out so it's just that mindset so I'm always looking um, around our business for people who are just doing that little bit extra or who are just fitting into our value or who are just doing great work and it's just a simple thing of hey thank you for doing that I really appreciate it. like sometimes it's as simple as that um, that really just inspires people on but then we also created a culture so we do have um, you know we have weeks where it's, you know, um, reception week where we just completely bless our receptionists because mm-hmm. they do an amazing job and we yes. want them to feel valued and loved and cared for. And what yeah. it does in our team is it gets mm-hmm. them to be thinking about that on a more ongoing basis as well and the value that they bring. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what I've found is that just culture then spills out and ongoing. So people will just mm-hmm. randomly, you know, send flowers to such and such for saying thank you. It's just it's just natural part of the culture that we have because we celebrate like that. Yeah. When it comes to the awards, yeah. um, look, we wanted to have a marker in the sand about people who just do an incredible job over the year. Um, and to be able to celebrate them um, and to be able to celebrate what they do and really what we do in the award giving, it's actually highlighting the things that we love about them and the values and the cultures that they highlight in our business that we want to see happen. Um, and so it just, again, builds the culture and it builds them up um, and it just thanks them for the incredible work they're doing. And I mean, I would, I would want to give all of my staff an award every year. Yeah. But you can't do that because yeah. you need it to be a little bit special. Yeah. Um, but people aspire to, mm-hmm. you know, to those that things as well. And that, yeah. Absolutely. And there's nothing wrong with that. And I think it's a good yeah. thing. And so um, one person gets it one year and another person gets it another. But we'll create awards just to thank people. Yeah. Um, and so the different... So we've got... a. Um, uh, the fork of fame which is a really strange name and you have to understand why but that comes out of a joke within our business but right. it actually is the most prestigious award for someone who has oh. journeyed with us for a long long time right. they receive that and everyone oh. knows why that's so important right. um, so again it just sort of comes out of mm-hmm. what's happening and you've just mm-hmm. got to be a little bit creative around those things but I think they're really important for people 
um, and that just really creates a good culture and atmosphere around the place. Yeah, excellent. Okay, and I mean that's the <clears throat> the thing I love about I was a uh, at Toronto McDonald's for probably seven years. My brother was there working, and they had crew trainer awards. You know, crew trainer of the month, and you would get little badges, and your badges would stock up on your shirt and on your hat, and it just created that thing of how many? Oh wow, look at those! What are they from? You know, customers say, where did you get these little? badges but they were um yeah crew trainer of the year awards and things like that so we brought in uh, a values award program uh, a couple of years ago now and we say on every uh, team meeting we we go who's been living and embedding our values and so they'll go with a gift voucher and uh, we you know we clap and we applaud and we give praise Uh, and sometimes we've been known to award everyone in the team other times we've had two or three winning at the same time uh, and it's been a really nice way to come back to your values and remind people that we have to live and breathe our values um, because that's what the, the client, when they come in the, the front door, that's what they'll see. They'll feel the fun. They'll see the smiles on their face. That's right. um, and so, yeah, we catch people out living and embedding our values. Uh, and the good news stories, you know, they're, they're great good news yeah. stories. Yeah. There's so much bad news in the world. You've got to, yeah. you've got to change that, mm-hmm. that whole um, thing in our society and, and have good news. Right. Yeah, yeah, and so our our final question before we move on to the quick fire questions uh, is: What is the big ten year plan for a tune? If you're willing to share, uh, what can you share? <laughs> so, what is the big ten year plan? Well, it's a good question. Look, um, we certainly have a big ten year plan, and there are some specifics that are very exciting that we can't go into. But look, uh, on a global scale, we want to replicate the tunes throughout Australia. Uh, We want to provide this incredible integrated services. It's so unique in our country. Uh, We want to start replicating that in other centres and other places um, and really starting to, um, you know, bring that type of care to different areas. Um, On top of that, we also want to, we're looking at how we can uh, have an impact in our integrated lifestyle-focused care um, in the education of health professionals. So we're certainly looking into how we can delve into that space and really educate those younger generation of people coming through to actually, they're the ones that then will administer that type of care in the future because that's where change really happens. And so that's part of our value is education. So we're really looking at how we can push into that. And look, well, the other thing that we're certainly looking into over the next little while is, is building an attuned um, kids type of um, situation where we can actually have that integrated service for all the kids, you know, because we've got an adult service really now, which is integrated. Well, I mean, kids can certainly enjoy that, but there's very specialised things for kids that I, I see incredible value in bringing it all together and working with the families and the kids to actually bring an integrated service uh, that's all located together in one place for kids. And so that's certainly part of the plan in the future, and we're very excited about all of those things um, and how that can impact the way our vision is, is to, you know, to see transformation in our communities. Super exciting. Uh, so, yeah, wow. I think uh, anyone that aligns with Attune and your vision uh, in the future are very lucky to be on board with your vision. Uh, and so that's super exciting for uh, paediatrics and for private practice industries to know there's uh, an Attune Kids on its way. And, wow, getting into the education and providing, you know, education and development, you know, professional development to students as well about what do these integrated models of healthcare look like, uh, wow, is, is going to pave the way for, for a strong industry. Uh, so that's amazing. And uh, so finally, what positive mark do you want to leave on the world in this lifetime? 
Very good question. Look, the positive mark I would like to leave is that um, work can be fun. Um, work should have a purpose beyond just earning money and that healthcare will be transformed through lifestyle and integrative practices that really will, do, will help bring together that care and really see that 90% of diseases that we see because of chronic mm, um, yeah. uh, illness are mm-hmm. all because of lifestyle factors. If we can yeah. halve that, even a third of that, mm-hmm. through these practices, imagine what our communities will be like and, and mm-hmm. just the health that will be, they'll be gained, mental health, physical health mm-hmm. and emotional health. It'll be just, it'll be fantastic. So yeah. that's really the mark that we hope yeah. to see. Yeah, wonderful. Uh, and so the the quick fire questions. <laughs> so I'm going to ask these really quick, and yeah. you've got to answer really All right. quick. <laughs> I'm on it. Let's go. Come on. So the last, Woo. the last hurrah. Uh, thank you for joining us. This has been amazing. Uh, Unmasking your power. Our podcast channel is uh, now live, and we will be sitting down with amazing business owners and entrepreneurs. Not always in the health industry, actually, but just business owners and getting their top tips, secrets, strategies. Um, and so I look forward to delivering more. Uh, awesome uh, information for you to digest on your drive home on your walk on your run sitting at home on the couch having popcorn listening (laughs) so our quick fire questions are you have to answer really quick what book are you reading at the moment and why entrepreneur 202 um i love jim collins um he and this is probably a compilation of everything it is just a smick book and i'm reading it for the second time beautiful what is the best book you have ever read and why well um the E-Myth is an incredible book, working on your business, not in your business. Um, uh, I have to say William Wilberforce's autobiography was right up there as one of the best. So lots of great books that I've read, but they're probably the two biggest highlight, highlight ones. Yeah, and what is your favourite food and why? Stir fry. Ask my kids. <laughs> I love it. They hate it. Um, it it's just healthy. Yeah. Uh, you know, Vegetables and fruit are the way to go when it really comes to health. You get in, you get in and that's no better way of getting them into you than that variety of food and that colours. And so I love that. So. Yep. Awesome. If we got paid to play, what would your typical favourite day look like? Oh, look, it would be to play with my kids. It would be just to have fun with my family um, and just to enjoy uh, what we're doing. To be honest, um, coming to work, it's fun. It's play. It's, I love it. Um, that's not, that, that would be part of it because mm-hmm. it's, it's not something I do on the side. Um, but, yes, definitely being with my kids, doing whatever they want to do. I love hanging out with them and, and playing with them. I do I have to say I do love going to the escape rooms. <laughs> I could definitely do a couple of them because they are so much fun. The, the, the challenge that, that I know we just did a, a team escape room and what fun we had, you know, uh, just to see teams working in high pressure scenarios mm-hmm. and the, the different personalities that come out, the drivers and the focus ones. It was so much fun. So, yeah, escape rooms, so, such a great idea. <laughs> Uh, it's a good question. Like, I've not even asked myself that. So if we got paid to play, what would I do for play? Uh, I think I would kite surf. I would do yoga. I would paddleboard. I'd be on the ocean somewhere on the water, I think. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. A love of water. Um, so thank you so much for your time. I know you're really busy and have a lot going on. So I appreciate your time and commitment to this quest. And I look forward to uh, hearing more about Attune in, in, and watching Attune space. And I think what you're doing is remarkable. And yeah, I think Thank I'm excited you, for you. Thank you so much for your time. And hey, first one, you're a natural. It was awesome. <laughs> I had a ball. Um, and look, thank you to um, what you're doing too at the Rainbow Clinic. It's amazing. I just love seeing 
um, you're changing the lives of these families through the work you do. So well done. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Happy listening. Thanks for tuning in. We'll uh, speak with you soon.